Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And, and we have a beautiful woman in, ha- in the house. Her name is Cher Hurd. She is the, the president of Ventura County Coastal Association of Realtors, and we're real glad to have you today. Welcome, Cher. Girl power, That's woman right. power. Thank Feel you for it, having right? me. <laughs> Love being here today. So awesome. kind of chilly outside. It's been a warm yeah. week, but kind of chilly, but it's nice. I hope it's not changing to that because I haven't gotten to be outside in the summer weather yet. Oh, right? Okay, it's yeah. been kind of foggy and gloomy and maybe it'll that kind of today. stuff. So hopefully it'll be nice this afternoon. Right? Yeah. We want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors out there. Smart Home Mortgage, Century 21, The Greek, Pat Pothier, Janet Sprissler. Who am I missing? Ventiki, Ventiki, I said, um, and um, Gentle Transitions, of course. And Rick Seigenfeld. And Sugar Bug Dental. Yeah. And Billy Flowers. My gosh. I right? know. We thank have you a lot so of much. sponsors. And our listeners, really awesome. thank you. Today, we're going to give away a $25 gift certificate to the Greek. Give us a call, 805-650-1590. 805-650-1590. to the Greek. That restaurant is really, really good. So nice at the harbor. $25. That's lunch and a glass of wine, right? Absolutely. 805-650-1590. So what kind of week have you had? I, my Great. my week was super busy. You're always super busy. Well, you know, it's putting properties on the market at this point because a lot of people feel that the market is changing, which it is. Mm-hmm. We're not getting those 20, 30, 40 offers anymore. And I think the prices are leveling a little bit. You know, I, I, really, I really don't see. I see a little bit. I saw like two weeks ago, I saw my first price reduction. Oh, and I yeah. went, oh, yeah, that's. Right? We're starting to see that. Or at list price and not right. over list price, right? Is that what you're seeing, Cher? You should know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely the same. I see people, you know, in the past, they wanted to put it so much over the last right. sold sale, and that's not the way to go right, right. now. Get it at that what the last sale was or close, and that's more reasonable probably what yeah. we're going to see. We actually won a listing. We went at list price and asked for termite, and we got it. Can you believe wow, it? And with really 5% down, too. So that's great. And mobile home. Um, financed so wow. we were lucky there was four offers but we got it at list price oh my gosh a couple of weeks ago you had to be way over with fifty thousand dollars over which is ridiculous i mean it's hard to appraise it's hard to guide your clients but we're great realtors right that's right i have a new listing on east ventura 225 cinnamon oak avenue it's in the moderate income it's a four bedroom two bath two stories upgrade stainless steel appliances very very nice um 719 and you know that's not the cap the cap out there right now you can go to 770 so it's still 719 um, but you have to qualify we will have it open tomorrow from one to three me and julie will be holding it open my first open house since covid right oh my gosh i'm so excited so um one to three two two five um cinnamon oak come see me absolutely what do you have on the market i actually have a brand new listing as well it is 860 coronado in santa paula so mm-hmm. it's above the santa paula hospital right it is a five right. bedroom three bath it has rv parking it is absolutely huge stunning, driveway, right stunning yeah. gorgeous yes they've completely redone the inside even though it was redone when they purchased it they've made it to their liking and they are getting transferred to indiana so um that will be coming on the market here in the next week or so and um, I've got a couple other listings coming up. I have one below the college. I have one um, on the avenue coming up. Uh, so there'll be some more properties coming on the market real soon. Very nice. Cher, what do you have? I have a listing at 9811 Sweetwater. It's a really, really cute condo on the east end of Ventura. It's going to be open tomorrow from 12 to 4, hosted by Patty Gutierrez, one of my agents. 
and it's a, a two bedroom. The upstairs is a master loft with a really mm. nice bath. Uh, has a nice patio set up, so they have a dog. It works out great. They can put the dog out there. They can sit out and drink a glass of wine right. on their back. So it's a real cute unit. How much? Totally upgraded, and it's listed for five oh five. Okay, what's the complex? It's the Beacon Court. Oh, don't oh. come up in there very often. People yeah, they love don't. those. They're really nice. I used too. to live right over there, Beacon Place. I used to live over there, and so those are really cute. And they have the really nice upstairs loft, right? Beautiful, beautiful. Yep, that that's opens this, up. That's this unit. Yeah, very has nice. Has the nice open loft. What's the and HOA? Big high ceilings. I think it's four thirty-five. They have a gorgeous pool. Very nice. It's gated. It's it's really. Yes. I love those condos. Mm-hmm. Over it's there. a gated community. Not many of those out there are. Maybe I want to go look end. at that one. <laughs> right. Well, you need to buy something again. I know. Yep. We all have tons of buyers, right? Investment buyers. I have cash buyers. I have cash buyers for River Park. I have Midtown. Um, it's just the properties are hard to find. You know. Well, not only hard to find, but they're still in competition so you're still getting three or four offers on each property and um you know you're still competing with cash so when you're competing with cash it makes a little more difficult for those people that have five percent down or just getting into the into the market okay so we have dr mark lapore with us today he is going to give us the latest update on COVID 19 and this variant are you there doctor i am hi mark how are you Hi, good. How are you? Good. Are you tired? Are you working like crazy? Um, working, but not like crazy yet. Okay. Uh, thank goodness. But, That's good. Uh, good news. Yeah, so far, but um, hospitalizations have been going up. I think uh, the latest numbers that I saw were in the 60s as far as the number of folks hospitalized. Um, and the number of infections in the county are going up significantly. So I was looking back at um, the County of Ventura releases numbers somewhere between every week and now it's three times a week. Um, Back on June 21st, there were, I believe, about 23 cases reported over the prior four days. So averaging five to six people a day coming down with COVID and the latest numbers we have from yesterday are there are more than 170 people every single day getting COVID right now. And it's primarily in this country, the Delta variant. So. Um, I appreciate you inviting me back on to talk about it because there's actually been a, a large amount of news since uh, last week since I was on, just specifically over the last couple of days. Um, so this Delta variant, uh, based on a couple of different outbreaks, specifically in Barnstable County, which is Provincetown in Massachusetts, they had an outbreak of 900 cases. Uh, it was highlighted in the Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Uh, and talked about uh, how it got spread and they were able to see how effective the spread was of this Delta variant. So based on that and uh, possibly some more data, they are uh, kind of the big headline of the week was uh, the Delta variant is actually, they consider it that it could be more transmissible than chicken pox um, and somewhere between five and 10 infections caused by a single person versus the original virus that came uh, out last year in January to March of 2020, the average was that you would infect one to two other people for every case. And and what they're finding is um, that each patient that has the Delta variant has a thousand times more virus in their nasopharynx and is that much more transmissible than the original virus. So 
very concerning news, and actually the kind of the most concerning news for the folks that are vaccinated are that when they looked at folks out of Provincetown, they found that the vaccinated folks and the unvaccinated folks actually had the same amount of virus um, that they were shedding. So that based on that information, the CDC now recommends that when you're in uh, places of, uh, I believe it's high or very high transmission, that indoor masking is probably the best way to prevent other people from getting uh, coronavirus and um, that it is uh, what we thought with the initial variants was that their the risk of passing it on may be negligible from a vaccinated person, and now we know that that's not the case, which is very unfortunate. So you don't have symptoms, though. If you're vaccinated, you just carry it. So uh, they also looked at that, um, and they found that in that Provincetown cohort of 900 people who got it, even the vaccinated folks, almost 80% of the vaccinated folks who got COVID actually had symptoms of COVID. Oh, wow. Um, Not as strong, though, right? You are correct. So so the the good news silver lining for the vaccinated folks out there is it's still very much less likely that you get COVID, but you can still get it. Um, And if you get it, you are very much less likely to get hospitalized and you're much less likely to to die of it. Um, And there's also some conjecture that you're less likely to transmit it because your body is going to be able to take care of it quicker. Um, but the problem is that we now know that vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can transmit to other people. So for those who have children under the age of 12, like myself, um, there is still possibility that uh, even in the pre-symptomatic stage, so you, let's say I go out to a bar and ha- get infected with coronavirus, my my infectivity, which used to be starting at about day six after um, coming in contact with it, the infectivity, even if I don't have symptoms, starts at day four. So four days after you get exposed to the coronavirus, you can actually transmit it to people even if you are pre-symptomatic. So that that is quite concerning for trying to get this under control. So the CDC at this point and um, our local county government strongly recommending that masks be used, especially in closed, kind of like last year, in uh, closed situations, indoors, places with poor ventilation, where there are lots of people where you cannot maintain more than six feet of distance between you and other people. Um, I'm also a big fan of eye protection based on a study back in September of last year where there was less transmission in people who wear eye uh, corrective lenses. Uh, than in other people, just based on observational data. So there are three ways to get an infection, um, which is a respiratory infection. It's through the mucous membranes in the eyes, the nose, and the mouth. Um, And so protecting all of those is actually a reasonable thing to do at this point to try to reduce transmission to folks that are still vulnerable. We still have 30% or more of our county that is not vaccinated. We still have uh, children under the age of 12 that are not vaccinated and just trying to get it under control masks are extremely important right now. So, Dr. Mark, do you think that it's going to make a difference with these businesses, private industry, um, the government that are requiring people to either be vaccinated or be tested every single week? Um, I know they're putting that in place. And um, 
is that going to make a significant difference to us? Or are we just going to have to, you know, convince people that they need to be vaccinated or just wear masks? What's what's the answer there? Yeah, the 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 more folks that get vaccinated, the more you protect yourself and other people from getting very sick from it. That's I think the vaccines, again, are still the mainstay of uh, of basically trying to get this under control. So the more folks that opt to take the vaccine, uh, the less chance that more vulnerable people will get this disease. Um, so I, I think anything that's being done through the state with mandates, I think it's helpful. The vaccines, again, are incredibly safe. And as we um, heard just before the show started on, on the news, they, there is push to get at least the Pfizer vaccine fully FDA approved. There are millions and millions of people who have gotten these vaccines with great safety data. Um, even if you feel like you can't be eligible for the vaccine, talk to your doctor about it. 98% um, of healthcare professionals have, or physicians, I believe, have gotten the vaccine. Um, and really, again, it's so much better than getting coronavirus. Even if you do get it, the chance of hospitalization or death is much, much lower. It doesn't reduce it to zero, but that's what the vaccines are supposed to do. They're supposed to reduce uh, the uh, infectivity and the dangerousness of, of this very bad disease. And the same symptoms, loss of um, taste and smell and headaches? Uh, headaches, body aches, flu-like symptoms, sore throat. Fever. Uh, loss of taste and smell, uh, potentially fever. Um, and yeah, if... if folks think they've been exposed. I myself have been taking vitamin C, zinc, and vitamin D with absolutely no evidence that they work, but we do have evidence that common colds and things are reduced if you get um, within the first 48 hours of symptoms. If you take zinc, that can sometimes help. So we really, again, we don't have great evidence of those things, um, but what, what we do know is that if you get really sick with coronavirus, there's very little that we can do once you get into the uh, critically ill stage of coronavirus, and, and we still have seen people dying of this disease. Now, what about kids and the age for vaccinations? Do you, 12 years old and under still cannot, or it's not they're, advised? They're looking into it, and the hope is that that's going to be somewhat soon that they are approved, but as of right now, it's not approved under the age of 12. Okay, interesting, huh? Well, Dr. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show today. Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, I am uh, available uh, every uh, every Saturday for the next few Saturdays. <laughs> yes, you year, are. So, yes, you don't want to um, give us your cell phone? As long as, as long I have your you cell have phone. I can text you. <laughs> Thank uh, you so much for being on. Thank you, doctor. Stay safe. Okay. Well, coming up, we have Cher Heard with the Ventura County she Coastal. She is in the house. She is. Pretty, looking pretty, smelling pretty. She's going to be talking a lot about what realtors do in our community and how the association supports um, property rights. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy.
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're real excited to have Miss Cher Heard with us today. She is the president of Ventura County Coastal Association of Realtors. Welcome. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be had. Awesome. <laughs> so what's it like being president? Is it a lot of responsibility? Is it... Well, I mean, there are responsibilities. Obviously, you're you're the um, voice of the association. You're the representative of the association. So I have uh, opportunities to do things like this, to represent our realtor community and talk about who we are and what we do. I don't know if people have seen the realtor campaign, but the, that R, that right. the realtor R, yeah. who we are, that's what we want people to know. We're your neighbors. We're your friends. We're right. we're working moms. with you in PTA. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We're the moms. We're the dads that are coaching a soccer team. That's who realtors are. We're right. just your neighbors. Right. And, and we do a lot for the community. You know, we we advocate for the community. We advocate for property rights. We take care of issues like we have an issue right now coming up with rent control. We have an issue with sea level rising. There's all kinds of issues that realtors take care of to, to try to squash legislative things that come up and cause you to have a little bit more grief than you would normally have in those situations. So yeah, you might want to explain a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. What what our goal is always, we're protecting property rights. You know, that's one of our basic rights in this country is the, the freedom to own property, to do with our property what we please, those types of things. So a lot of time there's well-meaning legislation that comes along, but it may have adverse effects that those in D.C. or in uh, Sacramento or even here locally, they, don't, they aren't professionals. They don't know what the outcome is of some of these policies that they make. So we take the lead in making sure we know what's going on in the community when it comes to legislative issues and property rights issues. Um, Karen mentioned the um, California coast. That's a big deal. Most people don't know how that works, how the coast is legislated, the, the property rights on our, our coastal communities. And um, what we've done here locally is we partnered with uh, Santa Barbara originally, and now it's up to about, I think we have 21 or 27, a, a whole bunch of counties throughout the state that have partnered on an organization called Smart Coast California. 
and we're looking into the rights of property owners on the coast and making smart policies mm -hmm. to protect the coast, to protect properties, to protect property rights, all of that for everyone in California to be able to enjoy our coasts for a long time to come. It's interesting, right? Um, I know my client was interested in La Conchita, and I would learn so much about you know the property rights there and what's going on and, and stuff, so it's just a lot to learn always. So do you go into the uh, association every day? or? No, I don't. I um, <laughs> The wonderful thing about the association is we have a CEO that mm -hmm. runs our day-to-day -day business, Wendy Austin. She does an amazing job. She's probably the best CEO in the state. <laughs> we yeah, have her right here in Ventura County. Um, but we have a full staff, and mm -hmm. we also have a government affairs director, Marta Golding-Brown. Nice. Okay. And she's very, very connected in all of our cities here locally and at the county and knows all the players. She always knows what's going on, and then they keep us apprised, and we're able to get together and discuss issues and decide if there's something we need to educate the public about. Mm -hmm. Or if we need to go to Sacramento, we do that once a year at least, and maybe lobby for something that would be beneficial to homeowners. Mm. So those are the kind of things we do, but we don't, I, I'm not there every day. This is a volunteer position. I was gonna say, you're not, <laughs> you're not paid, right? I mean, Yeah, I do own a brokerage, I do run a business, so I, I have to do my day-to-day -day work. I love spending time with my family. I Good, do yeah. have fun stuff too. So um, this is a part-time job, but it's a, a busy part-time job. Mm -hmm. I, I always have my, you know, as the, the year that you're president, you kind of have to keep your president hat on all the time. So I don't always get to say maybe what my personal idea mm -hmm. is. <laughs> I represent the association this year. What do people have complaints? You know, like they, they want to complain about a realtor. Do they call the association? Oh, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. So when I was saying earlier that realtor R sets us apart, mm -hmm. we have what's called, if you are allowed to call yourself a realtor, that's a trademark thing. You had to uh, do something to do that. You have to join an association. Take ethics classes. Yeah. You have to commit to follow a code of ethics. Mm -hmm. And then we police that code of ethics. So when individuals are not doing what they should be mm -hmm. within our community or in the, the general public when it comes to what we do as realtors, there is a process and they can contact the Association of Realtors. That number is 805-981-2100. If they have an issue to bring forward or they feel like something wrong has been done by a realtor to them or someone they know, we do have a process that they can go through to have an ethics panel look at wow. that. And what's your term? When does it start and when is it ends? January? Uh, January 1. Okay. To December 31. So I'm halfway to being a has-been already. Oh. Yeah. And how does it work in, with us? Like, you guys have to start off as treasurer, and then how does it work, and then move up? or? So uh, there is kind of a process. Really, the only thing you have to do, there's just uh, some criteria you have to meet as far as being part of the association for a certain period of time, and it's not a long period of time. But you do have to, to have that. Um, you have to have served on committee. You have to have done some work with the organization so you know a little bit about it. You have to, uh, before you can become president, you have to be elected president-elect, and then you move into president. 
um, position. We do also have a requirement for the president that they have to have set on the finance committee so they understand the finances of our organization because we have a, a budget that we operate and you wouldn't want a president that didn't understand our budget. So right. there are definitely some um, professional qualifications that you have to have, but it's an open opportunity. We want to be representative and we're very inclusive. We're, we want to be even more inclusive. We've just started a um, diversity, equity, and inclusion committee to look at our diversity and how we can improve that and bring even more people into our organization and, and represent our members well and represent our community well. That's great. Sounds time consuming. Yes. Well, and the other thing is, is we're good neighbors and we have a system for that as well. So tell us a little yeah. bit about the good neighbor program. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to talk about that, too. You're, you're hitting on all my favorite subjects. <laughs> so um, the Good Neighbor Program has been around for a long time at the National Association of Realtors, but we didn't really have a formal program here locally. But we have a friend that came forward and said, you need to start one here. And she called me and I said, you know, if you call me and say, I don't know how to say no to anything. So mm. she said, we need to start this. So we have actually started the work group to get a good neighbor program here in the Ventura County Coastal Association. And what that means is we're looking for those realtor members who are good neighbors. And we may have a community component to that as well, finding our good neighbor um, community members and awarding them some sort of special recognition on an annual basis because they're good neighbors and because they're doing good things in our community. Very nice. Absolutely. Do you miss being president? Uh, you know, being, being a president of our association was one of the best years of my life. And so Aww. it was. It's, it's so educational. You represent the state of California. You repre represent the National Association of Realtors. I learned so when much. you are president. And it really does benefit you so that you understand the entire process of the organization that you are working under and with as a realtor. So yes, it was the best year of my life. And I'd been on the board for nine years and went up and was treasurer and vice president and past president and all of those things. So yes, I've had all those experiences. Do you miss it? Um, no, I still am. I still, still busy. I still keep in touch. You're busy. busy we busy. never let them out. No, yeah. they <laughs> never. Let, they right. never let you go. Once you're a, pe a past president, you're always a past president, and they always come up with things that they want us to do. And they use and utilize all of our talents and all of our, um, all of our knowledge that we've gained all from expertise. all of those. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And your contacts. You make a lot of contacts with people around the state, locally. You you become more connected with the community, with some of the community leaders. So those contacts carry through, you know, for a long time. I mean, we're volunteering our time, and it is a lot of time, but you could never give as much as you're getting back. That's how I feel. Every Absolutely. time I volunteer for anything. That's true. You get so much more back, and it's like, I pr I'm trying to give more, and, and I'm getting more back. How does this work? That's great. Yeah. Well, so thank you, you so you, much for all you do. Absolutely. And you too, Karen. You're so welcome. Well, coming up, we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell. He is the owner of Radiant Greens, and he is going to talk about Simone Biles. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. 
See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call my cell, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. We have many homes in life. The homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. Yes, you can still move, downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with Gentle Transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800-619-3049. Or email ezmove at gentletransitions.com, and you're on your way to your new home. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect, putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Hormatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell with us today. He is the owner of Radiant Greens. Hey, Dr. Tony, how are you? Hello, lady. I know you guys are so busy today. I was trying to get through for the longest time. Really? But I know that my moms are watching out for me. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) My KVTA mamas are watching out for me. Yes, we are. are. We are texting you frantically. Yeah, I knew. I I was calling in, but uh, Tom has been busy, and your phones must be ringing a lot and just a very busy show. It's been ringing off the hook. I know. That's why I didn't get through. So I would never leave you in the dark. You know. We know. We We know know that. So tell us a little bit about Simone Biles. She she's got something called Twisties. Well, I'll explain that in just a okay, second. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like, there, what is there, that? <laughs> when I first read that, I thought she had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I thought that she was constipated. She's a lovely young lady. I have not met her, but she's one of our, our top athletes, one of the top gymnasts in the world. She's won 19 gold medals, so that lady is really oh, yeah. magnificent. She is awesome. She's awesome. And Simone, if you're listening, and I hope you are, she doesn't have to prove herself to anybody. No, she she's, doesn't. She has done so well. The challenge is when you are a superstar such as she is in the world of gymnastics or in any sport like Tom Brady, the pressure that he feels also to win. For example, when he went to the Bucks last season after uh, the Patriots could not agree a deal, he had so much pressure on him because so many people were calling him out and saying, foolish guy, foolish guy, foolish guy, going to a team that's won nothing, never won anything, never will win anything. And it took a whole new team and took a whole new offense and defense, a new manager, new playbook, took it all all the way to the Super Bowl and won it, I mean, which is absolutely incredible. 
So you can imagine there's extra pressure on him now again to do the same thing this coming season. So with Simone, the pressure on her to lead the United States gymnastics team, and she does a fantastic job. But that pressure sometimes is so insurmountable because she's such a superstar. So much is required of her to compete at the highest level because so many people want to tear you down if you make a mistake. Case in point, when England played Italy in the Euro soccer a couple of weeks ago, they were rioting in the streets and at the stadium before the game even started. And then, of course, when the game was over, a bunch of hooligans trashed the place simply because they didn't get their dream and uh, they were living through their team. So Simone is actually under so much physical, biological, mental, emotional, but merely mental pressure now that her her uh, medical records have been released because the Russians allegedly hacked into her server and were able to um, release her medical records, which is which is even more stressful. She's, she's not able to handle and cope with it, and the best thing she could have done and which she did was to step down. Wow. I, I know I was shocked when I heard that and um, kind of listened to the details about that. And you're right, there's so much pressure there and so much um, performance that she has to Anxiety, through. yes. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. it's just a lot for anybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, but a lot for her because she has been one of our top athletes in our country. And um, that's too bad that the Russians got her medical records and made yeah, them and the public. Yeah, and Serena Williams and Venus Williams, they also hacked into their medical records, which is just wrong. It is. So she's suffering from ADHD, which is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, which means that she's really intelligent. She gets bored easily, and I'm sure Simone would tell you that. <laughs> yeah, she, she probably here. does, which and is why she's so, so smart, good. And her brain works like crazy, and so these medications, prescription meds that she was taking legally, are designed to keep her focused and keep her still and help her be much more mindful and uh, provide a level of comfort for her during these challenging times. I remember when I was testing for my first-degree black belt in Taekwondo, I was the only guy in the class. Normally, there's several of us. I was the only guy in the class in front of the entire school, and I remember getting a weak moment in the middle of it all. I stopped, and everybody cheered me and said, come on, you can do this. So I was suffering from not only stress, but anxiety and performance anxiety. And then you tend to forget everything. So it's very difficult to go into a sport where so many people are expecting so many things of you, and you don't want to let anybody down. And that young girl is a fantastic human being. She's got tons of sponsors. She's going to be fine. She'll probably come back and compete again and win a couple more medals and then just retire and then uh, do all her commercials and do the things that she loves and and, uh, become a mommy. Yeah, and so... So what does it mean when there's a disconnect between her mind and her body? Because I I watched her in a practice yesterday, and she was doing the parallel bars, and she actually went to dismount, and she landed on her back. Yeah, she's she's having she's the medication that she's taking allegedly uh, is not working, or it's not being timed properly. And uh, so when you take medication, you never always know what the side effects are. So she needs to just completely relax and come home with all the girls uh, pretty soon when it's all over and just regroup and get uh, take some rest and get back on track again. This is why she's having what's called the disconnect, that good word you use, Karen, um, is uh, the disconnect happens when the body is trying to do something, but it just won't work. When the brain and the signal to the body is just not working, that's why it's called the twisties. So when they try to do those twists and those somersaults and those jumps, it just doesn't correlate. It's just not happening sometimes. That happens because of excessive stress, and the medication is causing her to be weak 
and it's causing the disconnect in the brain. So the brain should fire off instantly like the pistons in your car or when you put your foot on the accelerator, the brain's just not responding. So that's why you have this disconnect either through excessive stress, adrenal exhaustion, she's worn out, or the medication is, uh, is too strong and it's not allowing her the flexibility or the, or the opportunity to perform like she used to do in the past and plus carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders. So those twisties, that's what that means, that the body is incapable of recognizing. It's like baby steps. How did you learn to walk? So it's like someone who gets a, an injury, you have to learn to rewalk again, you have a stroke, that type of thing. That's what's happening with her body. So it's shutting down. The best thing she should do from a clinical standpoint is to discontinue altogether. Don't do it anymore. But she's such a spirit. She's such a fighter. She's such a champion. She does not want to let anybody down. But so many people are, are just trolling her really negatively on social media. She just needs to stop completely. She doesn't have to prove anything, as I mentioned momentarily, to anybody. She should come home, and she'll come home a champ, and everybody will cheer for her, and she can either decide to retire, which I don't think she will, because she's very young, and uh, regroup, rest up, and uh, train again, and get back on track for the next Olympics. Well, thank you so much for that, Dr. Tony, because, you know, a lot of people take the negative and and really blow that up, and I have to say that we are 100% supporter of her and um, she is a champion, and she always will be. Yeah, she's so, just a kid. She's just a little kid. She's been doing this, uh, you know, since she's, uh, you know, a couple of years old. She's been, how old is she's, she? She's 24. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's so. a champ. She'll come back and win five or six more gold medals, then retire like Michael Phelps. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Tony, tell everybody where they can find you. There's somebody calling already. Radiantgreens.com. Radiantgreens with an S.com. 818-575-7558. Great. Thank you so much. Look God forward to you, ladies. Have the most magnificent weekend. You Thanks. too. Have you a great too. Bye-bye. Well, coming up, we have Rick Seigenfeld. He is a trust attorney here in town, and he is the owner of Siege Law. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at seigelaw.com. Again, 805-250-1930. My daughter is almost a teenager, and let me tell you, Billy Clower's Dance Company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down. Start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to billyclower.com, mention girls on the air, and get a discount. That's billyclower.com. 
Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the Lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahine mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kalua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry beurre blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of 1st Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Rick Seigenfeld with us today. He is the owner of Siege Law, and he does trust. So welcome, Rick. We're glad to have you today. Hi. How are you two doing? We're great. Doing well. So tell us a little bit, you know, I kind of wanted you to do the same presentation that I heard from you the other day. It was so amazing. If you could, that would be awesome. Um, just to tell people how, why, what happens, all of those things when you need to get a trust together. Sure, sure. So where would you like me to start? So I'd like you to start is like what happens when somebody calls you? What questions do you ask them? What do they have to do? What do they have to bring? Those kinds of things. Sure. So the, the questions that I ask, uh, one, I need to find out who I'm dealing with, whether this is a single individual, married couple, uh, partner. I need to know the value of their estate. I need to understand whether or not they have any interest in asset protection uh, due to their profession or their business. I need to know if they have any loved ones that they support that are on government benefits due to disability. Just essentially figuring out what is appropriate for them. Most individuals are going to have a relatively similar structure, uh, obviously with the input of their personal information and personal wishes, but sometimes we need to go into more advanced planning, whether it be for Medi-Cal supplemental needs or state taxes. Uh, what we ask our clients to provide is one, we provide them with intake form that has to do with not just their designation, but their financials, their healthcare wishes, uh, and copies of any deeds that, uh, for their real estate. Um, if they don't have copies, we can easily order copies from the county for them. Those are the things that that I'm asking um, and then requesting after someone actually moves forward and retains us to do their estate plan. So awesome. So when somebody comes, you know, how do, well, first of all, how does somebody decide whether they need a trust or not? What is, what so, is the criteria? So I usually tell people that, you know, it becomes most important when you have kids. Um, the 
the the honest answer, the attorney answer, should be if you have if you have assets, you should get an estate plan. But I don't find people to be motivated until first they have children that they're worried about, even if they have a property or two properties or five properties. Most of the time, though, what I'm seeing is is it three three events that bring people in: one, kids; two, first uh, serious health scare. So for a lot of guys, that's a, a heart attack in their 50s or 60s. And then the, the third group are the ones that have waited until they're in their 70s or 80s and potentially have some type of terminal diagnosis. Um, but, but real estate and kids are really the biggest quantifier that an estate plan is appropriate. Well, and the, the reason you do that, too, is to keep it from going into probate, correct? Correct. There's more to it than that. I mean, for for people that aren't as, as risk adverse um, to the many different things that can occur throughout one's life, the easiest thing to convince someone of is, yes, the utility to avoid probate. Exactly. That's awesome. And so once they've decided that that is what they're going to do, what do you do? So after we get through the intake forms and they provide any deeds or other documentation that we need for their specific estate plan, uh, we would be scheduling a draft meeting. That's when I would be going through more abstract questions that aren't easily addressed uh, via, you know, through paperwork, essentially. Um, just really getting to the, the personal nature of the estate plan for them. Behind that, we would be producing the rough drafts. Uh, which would then give them the ability to check if, for whatever reason, we misspelled uh, their Uncle Lewis's name because it was spelled the other way, or if they have any cold feet with regards to some of the decisions they made. Once they once they author, authorize the finalization of the draft, we would be scheduling a signing ceremony uh, in front of a notary, at which point we would be scanning in the final copies producing the final copies to them, retaining any grant deeds so that we may file those after the fact, and that's, that's it. How much does it cost to get a trust, generally? I'm sure it so, depends. Sure. So in Ventura County, for single individuals, uh, a complete estate plan, including a trust, will advance health care directive, HIPAA release, power of attorney, nomination of guardianship, and conservatorship. For an individual, starts at less than two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and for a married couple or two partners, starts at twenty five hundred dollars. This is reasonable. Yeah, it's reasonable, and everybody should protect their assets to make sure that it goes to the heirs that they'd like it to go to. So, Rick, tell everybody where they can find you and how they can get questions answered by you. I know I personally refer all of my clients to Rick. He does a terrific job. He is amazing as far as answering your phone calls and answering all of your questions and being very prompt about getting your trust done. So you can count on that. So, Rick, tell everybody where they can find you. Thank you, Karen. Uh, We can be found most easily at www.seigelaw.com. You can also reach us at 805-678-3482. Again, that is 805-678-3482.
and we have locations in Oxnard, Westlake, and Santa Barbara. Terrific. Thank you, Rick. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank well, you both. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have a great week. Well, coming up, we have what's going to be going on in Ventura County for the weekend. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. This is John Syatt, President of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. We have many homes in life, the homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. What doesn't kill you makes you strong. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Ball. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Spence here with us who has the morning show, obviously. Spence, tell us what you're doing and why you're doing it. We're doing the 10,000 push-up challenge for August, where I will do 10,000 push-ups in the month of August, which means about 323 a day. And I'm doing that to raise money for the city center, which is a great uh, house for mostly homeless women. And a lot of times it's uh, families that get in there that are homeless. But quite often we find it's women who are on the street homeless with kids. So the city center provides them with not only lodging, but food, education, if there's drug issues, alcohol issues, spousal abuse issues. Uh, getting a car, getting a job, getting retrained for a job, they literally do every single thing 
that one would need to get their kids back healthy, get them in shelter, and also allow them to start a career. They have a 100% success rate. Nobody wow. has ever uh, gone back to the streets. They've done That's very, awesome. very well there. So when are you going to be doing these push-ups and where? Are they you going to be doing them here? Because you're pretty much here all the time. They start tomorrow for the uh, 1st of August, and I will do the 323 per day. Now, the one thing that's going to be interesting, I'm going to try to do them in bunches. So I think it would take me about 45 minutes to do 323 okay. push-ups about. I might get better as I get stronger through the uh, month, but I also might have to break them up on some days when my schedule is different. But I'd rather just get it done in about 45. At home? Anywhere. Yeah, I will go uh, places. I want to vary it up a little bit because I'm also going to videotape everything I do. Good. So if somebody says, eh, you know, I'll just have proof of the push-up. And along with that, don't criticize my form early. It's uh -huh. going to take a while to get into it. But um, we'll see what happens starting tomorrow. Have you been warming up and how many have you done in the past at one time? I did, well, consecutively. Yes. Probably the most I've ever done is a little over 100. Oh. But that was back when I was a young guy and okay. healthy. So now <laughs> 50. I could probably do 50 unbroken. Wow. So what are you doing to gear up for this? Are you eating differently? Are you run? What are you doing? Oh, no. I'm chewing more maybe, but I'm not <laughs> eating less. But I am doing some push-ups. I did some. Uh, I'm taking today off so because right now pectorals hurt a little bit. Uh, so I'll be a little more fresh for tomorrow. And just see the big thing's going to be uh, the day to day to day to day to see if yes. there's fatigue over the long run. That could be a problem because I've never done this before. You'll do it. You'll and, pull it uh, off. We'll see how it goes. But donations can be made. I do have a link that I put up on my Facebook page, and I'm going to have to share it around a bit because share it, it on ours link. too, right? Yes, okay. and it's a link that goes. It was created by Jim Duran, okay. and it's direct to the push-up challenge. And what I would also challenge people to do: do something. You know, maybe plank for five minutes a day, uh, do a 30-minute walk each day. Find your challenge for August, whatever it is, mm -hmm. just some physical challenge that you can do. How much do people donate? Is there a limit? Is there, you know, well, how do they do it? On the corporate deal that we're doing for uh, businesses and clubs, I'm hoping they do a buck per push-up per day. So we okay. do have a couple of people that said they'll sponsor the day for $323. And then other people, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, 20 bucks. One hundred thousand dollars. One million dollars. Yeah, a million. Anything is great. Anything is is wonderful, and uh, so it is at different levels. So, what is the goal? What is the amount that we're trying to raise? Because what you're really trying to do is help purchase that property outright, so that City didn't Center they will. It? Well, they purchase it, but they have a loan on it. They're trying to oh, pay sure. it off. Yeah. They They're trying to pay it off. Once. They've actually yeah. raised nine hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars. They need to get to three point three million dollars, oh, okay. and so they are going to be doing several. Okay, it's the five hundred thousand push-up challenge. Seriously, for there you yeah. go. But yeah, just uh, you know, it's I, I have no clue what what, what is the happening. goals. I are. really have no clue. So uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Could be a thousand bucks. To, could be a couple of thousand. I have no it's clue. Exciting. Well, I hope you raise lots and lots of money because yes. people love you and people want to support you. But Jim Duran will be on our show here pretty pretty soon and come in and tell us exactly how he's planning on raising that much money to actually purchase the property at City Center. So yeah. and a lot it's of grant writing. A yes. lot of you know big bucks are needed because some of the money maybe that I raise, if whatever it is that I raise, that could go towards uh, cleaning products for the folks there. Maybe they need a new vacuum cleaner. Maybe, you know, this could also be used for school supplies for the kids. It's just 
money to be used that's needed by these people. And what time are you going to start tomorrow? And what are you going to eat for dinner tonight? Before tomorrow, I think I'll go at 11 because I'm going to be over at the beach. Okay. Uh, Cole is working at the comedy club tomorrow, my son. And so we're going to find our way out there. So I might just do a push-up somewhere near the sand. Somewhere near off. the sand tomorrow yeah. at 11. You and I will video that. We'll yeah. videotape that. Okay. And what are you going to eat tonight for dinner? And what are you going to eat for breakfast? Whatever the wife cooks up. Okay. Well, you better get a good <laughs> She's protein. a fine, fine cook. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Fine. Lots of protein. We'll have to bring in protein shakes and whatnot, right? Exactly. And we'll be sponsoring um, Spence's push-ups, too. So how exciting, right? Yep. Exciting. Are you going to be doing... Um, push-ups for the web? I am not going to be doing push-ups. I don't even I, I, I will pay three. money for Spence to do push-ups. Exactly, right? Right. But remember, and walking, planking, any exercise that you can do. I might take you up on that. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. During commercials, Fitbit. if you're watching the Olympics during commercials, do do some air squats yeah. and, and just do stuff like that. You can always find time to do something. Uh, something, always. And it's good for your mind, too, and your brain, right? Exactly. All of that. Step back and, um, you know, exercise. Well, and one last thing is the Botanical Gardens in Ventura is free tomorrow. It is National Friendship Day. So go between 9 and 5. You'll be welcomed into the gardens and have a fun, fun day. And come to my open house between 1 and 3, 225 Cinnamon Oak Avenue, East Ventura. Come see me. And I don't know, I'll have something for you, cookies or water. Come see me, 225 Cinnamon Oak, East Ventura. Everyone have a great week. I'll see you tomorrow.